0: there folks and welcome to the random men where two experts and nothing talk about everything you ever have a project that just gets a little out of hand of course you have we've all been there sometimes a diy or a weekend fix turns into a huge overhaul but you're gonna learn something from it even if you got to do it the hard way so sit back and enjoy as we channel bob the builder as we discuss fixing it yourself So what happened with the light bulb again? <laughs> so, okay. Today was one of those days like I just uh, had all of my little projects that I needed to do around the house. The honey you know? do list. Yes, yes. Okay, you know I'm not a handyman by any means. Mm-hmm. This actually started off with, uh, with the mailbox. What happened with your mailbox? So it's just my whole house is... It's those damn kids driving down the street. It's my whole house is, it's a little bit old. The lady that lived there before... Was a hundred and two years old. Ooh, whoa! And moved out. <laughs> Is that what they're calling it now? No, she literally moved out.
1: Like <laughs> she they talked said about. I've done here.
0: They said like every day she would get up her row. Not every day. Oh like no! A Did she move out or was she moved a out? A couple of days a week she would get all dolled up, you know, in her finest dress attire and whatever, mm-hmm. and she would go down to the hospital. We call that gussied. Yeah, she would go down to the hospital and volunteer time. She'd work like the soup line. She'd go sit with people. She'd go she'd read She'd go people tell people like what that. the hell they're doing wrong. At 100. Yeah, no joke. Yeah, so they're like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? 102. I want to go talk to her and get life advice. Yeah. And so we bought this house from this lady. And she'd been living there. I want to say she was widowed for like the last like, 30 or 40 years. Okay. That's a long damn time. And so she'd been living there by herself. And unfortunately, I do think that a lot of like the house upkeep, people that came and did the stuff for her, Took advantage of took her? Took her advantage of her. That's sad yeah, as hell, man. Because you could tell a lot of that stuff was just they did a really kind of jerry-rigged together yeah, and yeah like our back uh enclosed patio which she used it as like a, a little sunroom for all of her plants and everything because she had like this beautiful beautiful rose garden thing on the side of the house that like apparently had like won awards around here uh i don't know how they do that Never. yeah there's things around communities that do home and garden style uh of- reviews of neighborhoods and yeah, houses and, and stuff. And like that. Apparently her roses won like every year and they are still to this day and we don't take care of them near like we should. And they're still, they're beautiful, man. Anyway. So she had this enclosed patio built on the back mm-hmm. where she could do all of her different kind of plants and everything in there that it was pretty open sun wise and everything. And she could open up all the stuff. And at first when we moved in, we're like, man, this is a really cool room. Well, shortly after I started figuring out that like, oh man, they did a really shitty job putting this thing together just kind of slapped on the side of the house yeah, oh, yeah. this little crappy tin roof they put on that has gotten holes in it roofs starting to leak a little bit and it's like ah, i'm gonna tear this down here pretty soon so that's my winter project y'all been in there about 10 years yeah Some, something close to that yeah how long y'all been married 10 years yeah we bought the house right before y'all got married yeah so anyway so yes there are a lot of things around there that we're to ramshackled together, yeah, and like I'm, I'm, I'm starting now to actually have time to go back and work on some stuff. <laughs> You're but It's starting like, to find all that dangerous shit around the house. It's like, <gasps> yeah, well, I was here the whole time. <laughs> well, I, I knew some of the dangers already, but uh, I'm getting a little bit time to where I now actually can go in there and like start jacking with some stuff. And again, I'm not a handyman by any means, but I'm confident You got enough a good head to, on your shoulders. Still figure some stuff out. I can watch a YouTube video and go, oh, okay, I, I can, I can do that. But There's so many. It's every time I start one, I find ten others, (laughs) type of thing. I I, I know I'm the only person that's ever had that problem. Oh man! But today's deal—that's just the story of the first-time homeowner. Yo, yeah. I think it's any homeowner, unless you have like a brand new house built for you, spent tons and tons and tons of money on it. Even then, you probably even then, depending on your contractor. Yeah, yeah, you're. Yeah, you're always gonna have problems. It's just it's part of it. Well, this particular one today was the mailbox. And it was an older mailbox. Wood. It was a 4 by 4 post. Um, and it just, it just rotted away over yeah. the years. You know, nothing it happens. Yeah, it happens. And so I went out there and I was like, okay, I'm going to go and replace it. And I, So I just went uh, down to Sutherlands. I think it was. Sutherlands, Harbor, Harbor Freight, wherever. And just got me one of the metal posts. It's ones. like a Home Depot, for those of you that don't know. Hardware store. Yeah. And so I was like, I'll just get Not the bottom line, like not like just a little cheapy pole doing there. Like, I'm gonna go one step above that at least, you know. (laughs) We're going mid grade. Yeah, yeah, mid grade. That's that's my that's the dude that is my motto. That's where I live. (laughs) That is my motto to everything. Cause I'm like, if I go the cheapest, then I know I'm gonna be here next week working on it again. But if I go mid grade, there's a good chance I might get five, maybe 10 years out of it. Mm -hmm. So that's usually where I kind of hang out. So uh, I bought the mid level one and I go out there. Well, I pull out the post and come to find out. Not only had it been eaten by termites, which is what Roder wrote a lot them of Get them shits it. away from your house, um, man. Yeah, no joke. Uh, but there was also this ginormous fire ant bed there, too. Double whammy. Yeah, exactly. So, I was like, oh, well, crap. So, <laughs> one got all the stuff, sprayed everything, you know, took care of it. But I was like, I'm going to have to sit here and wait for a little while for it to take effect. I'm <laughs> not going to go there and dig around and you know, all these fire ants. So... I go back inside. I'm kind of sitting there. and I'm like, well, while I'm waiting, I got some other things I could I could jack around oh with. God, you're just gonna find more shit wrong. Yeah, yeah. Then that, that's the worst thing on the planet is going go into your house and try to find things wrong. Worst thing on the planet is not having a house, man. True. Okay. Sorry. First world problems. Anyway, I just want to make you feel like shit. Yeah. Thanks. Asshole. Did it work? Yes. Okay. Yes. Moving forward. <sighs> so anyway. We have an old, because like I said, everything in this house, when it was, you know, back in the late 70s. The oven was like a avocado green and yellow. Yes. And the countertops that are the be- avocado green, uh, what they call the, the horned front, where it's got like yeah. a little lip thingy on it. It looked like the oven on the Brady Bunch. Yeah. The house is a great house, but everything is so outdated, so terribly outdated. We have the, in the bathrooms, we have the real nice countertops. But they're like the gold and black sparkly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like marble. That was like the 80s. It's like, we're going to redo the bathroom. It's going to look pimp. Yeah. So, like I so said, the house what is, is great. eighties it It's radical. a lot of, lot of up, updates. And, we've, and it might be 70s, actually. So anyway, so back to the actual thing we were talking about. So this microwave that we have is super old. And the bulbs went out the little uh, utility bulbs. whatever they call them? The overhead bulbs. I had to, like, to the point where, like, the bulb isn't actually, like, there where you can just unscrew it. You have to actually take a little flap thingy off. So I had to unscrew the little flap, mm-hmm. take it down, and then grab the bulb. Well, I knew it was old, so I was very gingerly holding it. <laughs> like that G- ginger Gingerly. I was very gingerly trying to turn it and get it to go. Yeah. You were removing the bulb with extreme caution. And, of course, what happened? The bulb snapped, broke off. Oh, so did the male end break off into the female end? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah. Fuck, oh yeah,
0: man. So I'm like, ah, damn, like this is. I mean, it, it's a small. It's not like a normal light bulb. Did you use the potato? Well, Sue, so before I tried that, <laughs> I thought, well, turn let off me go your and, power before you stick the oh, potato. Well, why turn the power off I've done, before I've done it? Before I've done started. it with electrical, uh, not electrical shit with duct tape. Wad up, duct tape inside out where it's sticky on the outside. And cram it in there, and you can back it out. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, and you're I not using a that, wet potato. But listen to listen to this. I'm like, well, I'm going to go in and try the other side, too. Just see. Kind of thinking I'm probably going to get the same same results. You know, because like, I knew this thing is old. It, the, the bulbs have probably never been replaced from the 70s. So you've had the house for 10 years. This microwave is the size of most people's kitchen table. I mean, it's it's massive. I mean, it's it's <laughs> stupid. You get a suntan when you're making a TV dinner? Yeah, exactly. I'm looking close at like, to it. Oh, it actually has a warning sign on there where you're supposed to wear goggles when you're
1: making popcorn. I can popcorn. hear a hum yeah.
0: inside my own head. I go to the other side, do the same thing, trying to do it really delicately. Yeah, my eye breaks off too. Damn it. Okay. So my first thought is, yeah, the I bet potato. you were through the roof at this point. Like, motherfucker, that's two in a row. <sighs> you know... A little bit, but I was also like, this is so old. Okay. And (laughs) if you have dealt with anything in my house, do you remember the story? We did it on another episode where the back door going into the garage was like this stupidly heavy storm door. Yes. And we're like, what the heck, man? This is crazy. Well, come to find out, this lady that had the house, and of course, she was there by herself for like 40 years. She was... Of course, nervous about living by herself. So, she had, at the time, the state-of-the-art security system installed. So, we have, like, this big, huge siren thing on top of the house. Like, literally, on it looks top like... Of the house? It, it looks like the thing that goes off when a tornado happens. <laughs> <laughs> to warn everybody there's a break-in? Yes. yes. And, uh, this storm door she had put in... Intruder alert. Intruder literally... Alert. No joke. We I looked it up. This door was installed in like, it was like a 70s model. And at the time, they marketed this door as a door that could possibly stop a bullet. I would like <laughs> for my company to be built on the grounds of this could possibly do this. Her closet. <laughs> in could possibly do that. Her closet in the master bedroom. That shit doesn't fly today. Well, hey, man, will this stop a bullet? Possibly. Her closet in the master bedroom has a special lock on it. It's still there. We still have it on there. uh, Where it locks. And there's a button to the PA on it. And supposedly, I don't know. Supposedly, you could punch it and it would call 911 back in the late 70s, early 80s. It's a life alert door. Yeah, life alert door. She had a panic room. Yeah, she had a panic room in there. Anyway, so... You're starting to get kind of. I mean, of the she idea was a hundred and fuck. So I mean, dude, I, I can't blame her. She Much. might still be banging around. She's only one fifteen now. Yeah, like I said, she did move out to move in with her daughter because she finally was like, you know what? I think I might need to live with somebody. I'm, I'm getting thinking, a little slower. You can't 100- get up on the ladder and change the light bulbs anymore. It's like no, you're 102. You're 102. You're moving in with your daughter. <laughs> She's got to be at least 70. At least. Oh, my God. I didn't think about that. I'm moving in with my daughter. Hey, maybe the 70-year-old daughter has the longevity of the mom. So, who knows? She might be spry as can be. Well, I still got a lot of good years <laughs> left in old I get, Ethel. I know, I know I got at least 30 years left of me. <laughs> you know? I mean, jeez. If if you could look at someone and go, oh, well, that means if she's like that, then that means I at least got 30 years left. You'd be like, ah, shit, I can do whatever. Okay, right? so you got broke off bulbs. <laughs> so anyway. You got two broke off bulbs in an oven. In this special old person house. <laughs> All old people are special, buddy. <sighs> anyway, so I'm looking at it and that was my immediate thought. Like I said, was yeah, take the potato, I'll take it and I'll put it in there. Which by the well, way, everybody turn off your power if you're gonna do that shit. Oh yeah, I made sure I turned off everything and, I did, and tried and to do people, it the safe away. I hate electricity. Humans do ignorant things <laughs> that are beyond reason. Yes. How many times have mean, you went to start this podcast? Maybe I'm thinking of the potato was to do. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. We got into the podcast or we got into trying to record and we were like, man, we're not getting any sound. What the heck? Oh my gosh. What's the deal? And we realized we hadn't connected the mics. Come on. Yeah. And we're not. What, was it plugged in kind of yeah. scenario? Yeah. So people are idiots. Yeah. I think the potato thing, I might be thinking of a lamp. I've always done the duct tape, but I've always heard the potato. But I think it's a lamp that you can actually unplug from the wall. I don't know <laughs> if you should be sticking a potato onto a light socket. Well, I mean, it, th- I unplugged the microwave. I unplugged it. So there's no power going to it. Okay. So anyway, so I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. But I was like, all right, I'm going to get, because it's hanging over the stove. Okay. That's how they did so it. So it's, it's in an awkward sit- awkward position. So I kind of hang my head under it so I can get underneath it and really get a good look at it. And I notice there's this little kind of cleary stuff on there. I'm like, what is that? Oh, God. Like a bead of material? Yes. No, they didn't. And so I pick at it and pull it. I'm like, that's old glue. They glued the damn light bulbs into the sockets? Yes. No. Yeah. I don't, no. It doesn't even work. How, that- Inside of a microwave? The light bulbs are just underneath the microwave, Wait, are not actually inside the microwave. Okay. Uh, uh, my <laughs> my head's spinning here. Okay. Okay. We're talking about the microwave that's kind of in an overhead, like where your mm-hmm. vent hood would be over a stove, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. Okay. So you're talking about the lights that light up your stove underneath that are on the bottom of... The, uh, okay. Yes. Okay. No, not the lights in the microwave. No, 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 no. no. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I, w- I no, did that's my fault for not listening, clear enough, but...
1: <laughs> Okay. No, they're the ones that hang down. So
0: they're the overhead lights for the oven. Yes. Yeah, the, the round. And so they had obtuse. S- no. Put glue inside right there on the edge of the socket and glued them in. To do what? I have no idea. I can't. I can't imagine. That's what, why they're threaded. What What that purpose served? I, I I don't know. But I'm sitting there at that point, like <laughs> the shit you do when you're 102. <laughs> I'm like this. Volume one. The potato thing's not going to work now. This thing is freaking glued, glued in. in. There's no way. And so I finally turned to Liz and I'm like, well, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to have to get into the microwave. <laughs> and then, like, I'm, not, I'm not going through this. Like, this is. Like, this it is, didn't need to happen anyway, but you didn't want to yeah, be your hand forced yeah. like that. Hey, you know, I, okay, you know me, I, and I know you. We always I try to find the cheaper way out to do it. Ah. Okay, maybe okay. not always. Wait, no, no, no. You're right. I'm a cheapskate. I'm not, if, I, can't, I can't sidestep that. I I'm a cheesecake. If I think I can do it, I will try everything I can to fix it myself before mm-hmm. I call somebody. Now, there's a lot of times I would not call a professional, quote, quote. I would call a buddy of mine that is way better at stuff than me. But in this case, I was like, I saw that and I was, nope, nope, I'm done. I give <sighs> up. Like, I'm not going to try this anymore. There are some things you should definitely just drop the money on. For sure. Electrical work is one of them. And this is coming from a guy who's a self-admitted cheapskate. Not so much a cheapskate as I think I can tackle the projects, really. I, it's, it's like... You know, I you think know, it's a little bit... I got this. You kind of get that psychological thing like, but yeah, hey, electrical, you know what? I think I can do it. Like, I'll, I'll dick with plumbing way before I'll do electrical. I, I don't... Because if I can get to the plumbing, that's the, that's the main thing with plumbing. Mm-hmm. If you can get to it, you can always go back and say, eh, that, this isn't working the way I thought it was. I can fix that. Mm-hmm. Electrical... It's the middle of the night. You don't get another shot. I, I don't touch electrical. So you wake no, up to smoke. I, I, won't, I won't even touch it now. So that drop, dropped the dime on it. It's yeah, worth so it. That's, so I was like, eh, well, I guess we're getting a new uh, microwave. And guess what? It's not going to be an overhead microwave. It's going to be one that I'm going to put over there on a little freaking stand or over on the counter. Because I'm not dealing with the shit anymore. <laughs> Are you going to do the fir- uh, my first apartment microwave where it sits on the counter? And you can put knickknacks on top of it? Probably. Probably. My first apartment. I, I told Liz, I was like, it would be better for me <laughs> to... Figure out a way to extend the countertop just for the microwave uh, than to deal with this. I'll do carpentry all day, day long. Carpentry, yeah, I can Let's do woodwork, that. Let's woodwork, buddy. Yeah, I can do that mm, decently, decently. You can do over. Now I, That's the thing. <laughs> we are talking about the same guy. This big, that big-ass big heavy door that I was telling you about earlier uh, had finally pulled it apart for the last time. Because I mean, this door was so freaking thick and so heavy. Like, no joke, this door had to be 100 pounds. I'm not exaggerating at all. See, my mind's going to, what can we use this for if you're ripping it out of the house? After so many times of opening the door, it finally just pulled the frame away. And so I was like, okay. So I took the door off and went to reframe it and it had ripped it out so bad. I was like, oh my God. Like I had to replace all the two by fours on the side. I had like total restoration on it. But then my gaps were so big (laughs) on the sides from everything that I couldn't even find trim that would go around it. This old house with Keith. (laughs) Please don't. Please, Please let. Don't. you I want you to host this old oh, house. No, that would be no, because you would Terrible. be learning shit. That's the thing. You don't want somebody that knows what they're do- like, because they're dealing with the professionals. <laughs> they're the one walking up and asking the master carpenter. You know, like how's this going today? I want you to do that where you hook like, up and you're like, ah, this works. So stringers for the stairs, right? But do you remember what I what I ended up doing? Did you buy some? Two inch. It, it was so bad that I actually took masking tape no. and taped all the way around the frame of the door. Oh, man. Call and me. It worked. Damn it. By God, it worked. When Liz came home and she was like, that is so ugly. And I was like, the house has changed temperature by five degrees since I did this, and she was like, "Well, <laughs> shit." <laughs> first time owner, <laughs> <It's worse. laughs> first time home figuring things out. Oh, come on! I know you have one of those. Like the that's same the things. only reason I can do anything is I've just had a house longer than you. And is yours? You one step ahead of me? Is yeah, dude. You, I, I can't, the laundry list of fuck ups I've had trying to tell me one of your worst fuck ups. Tell me one of your worst. probably trying to think I was stronger than I was, and I was replacing the toilet, and I slipped, and I dropped the toilet into the tub and just cracked all the porcelain off the tub. (laughs) Giant chunks just came flaking like, pow, pow! So you were were installing a new toilet and fucked up the tub. Yeah, picked up the old toilet, and (laughs) I'm not 18 anymore. I mean, toilets aren't super heavy. You know, but I was... It's in an odd spot, you know, so you squat down and you got a dad belly and you're like, ooh, this is uncomfortable. I can't breathe. I better stand up real fast. And water on the floor from just water on the floor because you're dealing with a fucking bathroom. Mm-hmm. And so I fell over and sent the old toilet directly into the side <laughs> of the tub. <laughs> and then it's like, bonk, and all the porcelain came off. And I'm like, or I guess it's porcelain, fuck. And yes. So then I'm now I'm angry. So now you fucked up more stuff than you're trying to work on. Now you got another project. This didn't even involve the poor tub. You added another another project. Yes. yes. I guess it's an analogy, maybe, for everything, which is adding more problems to the problem. Which is like, when you've got to fix anything in the house, Mm -hmm. I don't have a shop. I have a shed. One day I dream of having a shop. Yeah, and our sheds are storage. They're, They're not. You know? Yeah, yeah. If you're coming out to fix something in the garage, most people's garages are full of shit, not cars. True. Right? This is a car like designed to uh, house my cars, but it holds all my other shit. So I bought my car shit. outside. Yes. Yes. Great George Carlin joke about, you know, <laughs> to buy, we need a bigger house for more shit. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, the frustrating thing I think everybody can relate to is when you have to complete three tasks to get to the first damn task. Oh, yeah. You spend. So much more time. I got to go spend an hour digging out the right tools out of my tiny freaking shed that's stacked all the way to the ceiling. Then I got to come in here and clean up everything around it. Like, you feel like it takes two hours to even get to the initial project. No, I've I've always thought that. Like, uh, so I look at something and, again, not being a handyman by any means, but I can look at something and go, hey, you know what? I can fix that in five minutes. I, I got it in my head. I know. I know exactly what's going to happen. If then... I go, I need to go find this tool. That's exactly what I was going to say. If you have the right tool for the job. I can't find that tool. And I now I have to decide. Away from my face. I'm hot tonight. Now I have to decide. peeking. Am I going to go to the store and get another one of those tools? <laughs> or am I going to try to make it work with the tools I do have? Which is a big issue because nine times out of ten, uh, you're going to fail. I on that. think that's the plight of the... I wouldn't even call it a shade tree mechanic, the shade tree handyman in these days of like, I've, I've got this. Will this work? And it's like, your life would be much easier with this little tool. Mm-hmm. Your weekend warrior trying to just fix things. Hence just- needing a shop. Mm-hmm. That's why we got father-in-laws. <laughs> that Sit there and they've done it so many more like, times why than why us. Why do you have 17 of this? And you you know, know I, I got a buddy of mine. Andrew is so good about, like, because I've been in his little shop. And his little shop is literally in his garage. It's not anything special. Um, he's totally redone his thing. He does a lot of woodworking and stuff like that. And uh, hopefully we're going to get him on an episode with us here pretty soon. Bring on the us, Drew. Show some of the stuff he's been working on. But Ooh. he's got all of his things down to a science. Like, everything has its drawer, has his deal. And he's one of those that's so hardcore about as soon as I use this thing, it goes back in its little spot and like OCD about all this stuff. And I'm like, damn it. I just wish I had just a little bit of that OCD. Just a little bit. I'm OCD about so many other stupid things. Why can't I do that with my tools? Because, damn it, that would make so many things so much easier today. Space. When I was, Space. When I was doing the, the, the damn mailbox, I was trying to put the mailbox together. and I couldn't find my, my socket set. And I was like, this could take 30 seconds. But I've spent 30 minutes digging around looking for this. This is stupid. This is this is just all me. This that is all comes me down being an idiot to space. If you had the space to have, where well, you didn't have to stack shit on top of shit. I did. I mean, I organized that thing out there well enough now. Where I've always kind of lived by organized chaos, and I get really frustrated when people move my shit. And it's like, no, I know where this is. It was underneath this, next to this. Behind the Christmas tree, you know, <laughs> I know where it's at. Yeah. And they're like, how do you have just everything's just this sporadic chaos. And I'm like, I, in my ADD head, I know where all my shit is. Yeah. See, I can't do that. No, I just, I'm, I'm terrible. Until I spend that day. I'm terrible about just, I just throw crap in there, and I'm not even going to lie, dude. I, By the time the end of the project comes, you're so frustrated, you're like, fuck it, I'm done. Yeah, and I'm bad. And I'm it's terrible. raining now for some uh, reason. Yeah, yeah, I'm terrible about it. I really am. I'm not even going to lie. And all my crap just ends up just thrown in. Like I said, I, I'm sitting here looking around for stuff going, I have no idea where it is. No idea. I think I saw it at some point around this area, but I, I'm notorious about trying to use tools that are not meant for the project. <laughs> i try to use i don't think you're alone in that oh no i do that I, too uh, probably not but <laughs> see, if i just put a hole in this i can drop a bolt and this will hold that and boom new clamp and every time i go around some of my other friends that, that like they are so much more organized and so much more mechanically sound minded sound minded like, like they kind of have this better idea of things than i do and i go around them and, and i'm just looking i'm like i'm dumbfounded but then i'm also like i could i could do this if i would just Stop being stupid. Don't look... No, that's not (laughs) it. Don't look at it that way. Look at it like this. You've just had to tackle different problems than they have. Yeah, true. There's a universe full of problems. You only get X amount. They've had to deal with this many over here. You've had to deal with this many over on that side. So they could come to you with a problem that you instantly know how to solve because you've dealt with that problem before. That's true. It's anybody. That's any kind of trade job. A specialist. Nobody knows everything. Right. So I wouldn't sell yourself short on that. I wouldn't let anybody sell themselves short on that. You just, you haven't tackled that problem yet. And you did now. So in the future, you have a reference. is why I'm, I'm not saying I'm good at anything, (laughs) but when I can walk in and solve a problem real quick and everybody goes, wow, how'd you do that? And I'm like, because I have totally fucked this up two or three times before Mm -hmm. and I learned from those mistakes. Yes. Yeah. And. You know, I think that's a big part of it. Even if you are a professional mechanic that's been out there for, uh, yeah, a professional carpenter, any kind of stuff. At some point, trial and error is just kind of the way that you have to figure it out. I mean, sometimes that's the only way there is. Doesn't that sum up life in general? Look at me getting deep. (laughs) I'm sorry (laughs) to keep being that guy. I keep everything you can bring back around to. Isn't that life? You know, I think working on anything reflects On life. I mean, I hate to say it, like, that sounds silly, but it does. We're built for problem solving. You're sitting there trying to fix a problem. Isn't that 99% of life? (laughs) Now I'm getting (laughs) deep. Damn sure my life. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I wake up every day to a million problems. (laughs) Try to solve a problem. (sighs) How do you work with other people? Mm, It depends. So... And I'm talking about project, not at work, not, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, okay, so your you're day-to-day home like- life. But I'm talking about, like, if you had a project where y'all got to go out and Amish-style build a barn with you and a group of other folks. Hmm. Well, see, I always think that when it comes to something like that, you run into either two problems. One, you have way too many guys that want to call the shots. Or two, you have a bunch of guys that nobody wants to call it and just wants to do the work. I I I really feel like I'm kind of one of those guys that kind of can go either way. Like we've been in plenty situations where somebody didn't want to step up and call the shots and be like, I'm gonna be the guy that's in charge. And I'm in no way arrogant. Uh, but if I know what's going on, I don't have a problem going. Hey, I'll step up and say, Hey, we need to do this. This is how things go. I need you to go boom, 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 whatever. But if I have no clue what is happening. Or how to do it, I have no problem being like, I will be the ant and sit back and you just tell me what to do. You'd rather be handed a task. Yes. Um Give me my task to do off by myself where I'm not having to mess around with a lot of other people and it'll get done. Well, I mean, I, I usually can work pretty well with, with people as long as they're kinda like minded and kinda doing kinda get the right mindset to it. Like I said, you gotta have that one person calling the shots. And it's gotta be somebody that everybody feels comfortable with. Voting shots. Voted team leader. Okay. So, like you said, uh, work is a different different issue because you're appointed a position because you're supposed to know that. You're supposed to be able to lead. You're supposed to know more than the person under you. That's why you're there, right? Yeah. Okay. So, we're not talking about work. We're talking about just people out just doing I'm everyday I'm talking things. about projects. Yeah. So, one of the things that pops up in my head is like whenever we would go to the Chilkugovs. All right. Me and you and Paul would be cooking together. And you knew how to cook your stuff. Great. You'd win. Well, thank you. You had won many awards. (laughs) Paul, (laughs) same thing, man, with his chicken. He had won awards. Like, you guys knew what y'all were doing. I had a little bit more experience cooking on the smoker that we were cooking on those first couple of years. So maybe I had just a little bit more knowledge on it, but it wasn't like anything outrageous. So, when we would have to sit down and go, okay, we got a brisket, a pork butt, we got chicken, we got ribs, we got all this stuff going on there. And, like, there's got to be that uh, that planning going into it. Mm-hmm. And we can't sit there and all just step and watch this smoker going all day long. I mean, it's not possible. Somebody's got to lay down, take a nap, that thing. Shift so, work. I would, yeah, exactly, shift work. And so, I would kind of plan it in my head, like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Why don't you take the first shift, you take the second, I'll take the third type of thing, and we would plan it out a little bit, whether it was the best way to, to go or not. You and Paul were always like, "Hey, okay, cool, if that's the plan, yeah, let's do it and a lot of times it worked out good we we won plenty plenty of times we did we did good, but it was still like i'm sitting here i'm I'm the youngest guy talking to the two of you guys, not in any way like I'm the smartest dude or anything like that, not, not trying to be arrogant. But I was like, hey, I think I have the right idea of how this needs to go. And so I would be like, hey, what do you guys think about this? And y'all would go, yeah, that sounds great. Cool. We can do that. Totally fine. And so we'd roll into that whole plan and we made it work. So those kind of things, like that's a great time when you can get some guys like that. Where everyone's like, okay, cool. All right. Which translates over into building a building or doing any kind of project. Building building a a structure. Uh, Yeah. uh, Putting something together. Same thing. You have that that one person that can take the lead, but also like, man, I always hated it whenever I would be helping somebody and they would just be so like, You gotta do this and go do grab that and I'm like, whoa, 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 man. Hey, chill, I'm I'm here helping you out, man. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> There's a problem with there's there's two extremes. It's one's having a dictator that is gonna rub everybody the wrong way because they're degrading you, mm-hmm. or they're talking down to you, or they're browbeating you with, with menial shit. Yeah. Or too many cooks in the kitchen. Yep. Yep. Exactly. But you run into a lot. And that's the biggest problem. I think I fall fallen that more where I see everybody wants to be the guy in charge. And you don't have to. I mean, come on, dude. It's it's not like we're going to win an award over who was the best person putting this building together. Or I've always putting been them fine. The- like, I, can, <laughs> I can give everybody the task to the best of my ability. For planning out how it needs to go. I'm also fine with saying I'm going to sit over here and put all these pieces together. And I'm going to put a hundred of these pieces together. Whether Mm -hmm. it's joints, whether it's doing whatever. And have them all Mm -hmm. ready to go for for when we pull the trigger when when they're needed. Mm -hmm. I did a project with a friend of mine where we were putting together a shed. And they gave me the task that my my whole job was pre-drilling a hole on each one of the two inch long... uh, It was two inch wide... But like damn like 60 inch long supports mm-hmm. and the whole thing was i had to pre-drill a hole one inch from the top i was like all right i'm cool with that like okay this is this is simple it's medial it's like okay i can do this not a problem i don't know how to build this shed <laughs> so i'm fine with having this task okay cool i know what my job is everybody else at certain times, ran out of things to do, and they're like, what do I do? What's going on? I'm like, I'm, I'm so good. Oh, bad. that's I'm the so worst <laughs> when you've got uh, a <laughs> <my> freaking <laughs> Deputy Dewey over there that's just walking around like doing jack shit, but messing with everything, taking bits out of the drills, and all of a sudden you pick up your drill, and you're like, hey, oh, where'd the bit go? And somebody, it's like, well, I needed that for this over here. It's like, why are you touching my shit? Somebody picking up your tape measure. Mm. Oh, boy, howdy. Mm. That's why I wear a tool belt. Even if, <laughs> Even if it doesn't require a tool belt to do, I wear a tool belt. (laughs) Just to have your stuff. Just to have everything on me. I don't set it down. This is in my bubble. This is mine. Here's my pencil. Here's my goddamn pencil (laughs) that keeps wandering off. I brought a pencil. I brought a tape measure. I brought a carpenter square. You know, this is my hammer. And there's nothing worse than being in like a compromising situation, like position. Say you're up. On the ladder, you crawled up underneath something, you're doing whatever, and then you reach for something, and it's not there anymore, mm-hmm. because somebody else had grabbed it, for whatever reason, and it's like, now I gotta shimmy my ass, out from wherever the hell I'm at, to go find another one, just so I can shimmy my ass back, wherever I was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anybody yeah. ever unplug your air hose, when you're in like a compromised position, up on something? hmm Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you're like, um... Okay, it's not... <laughs> nailing. What the fuck? Who's you? I was using the air hose to blow out the shop, little... and it's like he... <sighs> frustration. Yeah. So, back to what your original question was. This <laughs> is the I most think, boring uh, fucking episode we've probably ever done for people that don't deal with this shit, or most people are out there listening to it going, "Mm-hmm, mm-hmm." Yeah, preach, yeah, preach. Yeah. Yep, yep. Frustrations. Mm-hmm. I guess that I don't know what we're gonna title this episode. it'd be like, <laughs> 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 "This old house with Kenny and Keith." <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, uh, I think yeah. if you're going to do a project, you got to have at least, at least one person that's like-minded like you. Otherwise, it's going to fall apart, and you need to do it by yourself mm-hmm. at that point. And that's I know it. I've been there. I've been there where I've sat there, and I got something I need to do, and I have either A, straight up told the person, no, I don't need help. Or if I have someone that just insists on they have to help me, ah, this is going to sound bad, but I will find little tasks that I can be like, oh, I ran out of staples. Can you please go to the store and get me some more? (laughs) When I got like a whole box sitting next to me. Hey, Keith, don't you have like a whole box of (laughs) staples? No, 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 no. no, We need Jerry out of here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've done that plenty of times. (laughs) (laughs) It sucks because, you know, every time... You get a chance to have somebody to help you. It, you know, you, you you appreciate that. But sometimes, man, at the end of the day, it's just easier just to, just to do it yourself, I guess. It's nice to have an extra hand, but man, sometimes that extra hand just holds you back. I prefer working by myself unless I need an extra hand. Mm-hmm. You kind of feel the same way? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of times. Yeah. I think I have it planned out in my head. And any interference is going to irritate me. <laughs> well, so whether it's laying tile or framing something or or doing whatever is involved, I'm fine being on my own. Any interference is going to irritate you. Yeah, and again, like we said earlier, uh, you know, somebody come and just grabbing your tape measure, uh, grabbing your drill, anything like that is. Terrible. It spins you annoying. off in a direction yeah, of and it, pissed it spins off. you off. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I love having help, but at the same time, how many times have me and you moved objects? Okay. Say, like, <laughs> we're like moving, like straight up moving. Yeah. You're laughing, but you know what I mean? Like, through space and time. <laughs> whenever we, like, hey, we're going to go move this piano. Okay. Perfect example. Huh. There lies the huh. problem with owning a pickup truck too. Every single person that mm. owns a pickup truck mm-hmm. is going to get assigned a moving job by somebody at some point, uh, and you, it's no, not you it's, get guilt tripped into it. That's yeah, what it is. It's not. It's not even whether you are even good at, at anything. It's just the fact that you have a pickup truck. That's it. You suck at moving couches, Leroy. And then when you do have the ability to know, like. We're going to have to twist this this way. We're going to have to do these things. We're going to have to. Uh, I know what uh, you're saying. Manipulating a couch through a doorway is an art. I think I told the story where me and Liz were getting the house and we we're doing stuff. Somebody had sold a couch and we went to go pick it up. Well, it was on like the third story. and We're like, no Oh, sell. shit. Well, he gave it to us for free.
1: You yeah, just throw it over think, the
0: side railing and hope it hits the flatbed. So literally, I backed <laughs> my truck up to the railing. And I told them, "Okay, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take this and we're gonna lift it up. And we're gonna put it over the railing. And the couch is about six foot, so that's gonna be almost a story. And <laughs> I know it's <laughs> silly. I know. And we're gonna hang it over there. And I we're love gonna your drop reasoning it, for it. We're gonna drop it in, in the truck. Like, and see, so what this, happens. this this first, it, the length of the couch is gonna flop down the first story." We've already bought that. We've got that. Then <laughs> it's going to topple head over heels. The second story, it can survive that. <laughs> what my, we got to worry about is that first story down there. <laughs> my thought was it's going to land in the back of the truck. If it falls apart, if it if it gets destroyed, screw it. Who cares? Like, we got it for free or for like 10 bucks. What are the chances you're buying a couch from someone living in the apartment? Some people don't have a... I've driven past many apartments, lived in apartments. There's always um, mattresses <laughs> close to a dumpster. You should have stacked up three mattresses and mm. tested your fucking aim. It's going to bounce off of it, man. It's a five well, second rule. Well, you know what? So what? It's a five second rule of couches. You know what we did? We did it. It landed in the back of the truck, it landed perfect. Fine. That couch survived in our house for about three years. And you got your engineering degree out of that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. But if it works, it ain't crazy. True. I I made it work. I made it work. Hey, brother. I think we've bored the people long enough with our waxing poetically about the hardships (laughs) of homeownership. Okay. Or buying couches in your case. (laughs) Okay. What do you say we do the thing? Let's do the thing. All right, let's do the thing. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Search Engine Results. For those of you just joining us, we play a little game weekly called Search Engine Results, where I ask the all-powerful internet a question. I get the answer to it. But then I present Keith with three answers, and he has to guess which one was the correct answer that I obtained from the internet. Keith, are you ready to play? Yes, sir. All right, man. For today's question, boring-ass theme. (laughs) What are the most common homeowners insurance claims? What? <laughs> what? Let me rephrase that. What is the most common homeowner insurance claim? Oh man. Um mm. I was just gonna say arson. No, I haven't given you the answers yet. Ah, but that's okay. <laughs> arson. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounds right. Like no. We're sitting here talking about like how we hate no, our houses, no, and we're no. we working on stuff it's like ah, no. arson. No. Yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> you know they do it all the time. What's the people most are doing it out there? You're like arson. People are out there doing it all the time. Oh, they're doing what it. a sad uh. world we live in if it's arson. Okay, so what um, is? I'm, I'm gonna right now. I'm gonna tell you that's not it. <laughs> It ain't arson. Fuck it. Burn it down. Fuck it. Burn it down. Oh, God. What have we become? Hey. Okay, so it's not arson. Being serious, dude. Bad. Anyway. <laughs> What's the most common homeowner insurance claim? Okay. Focus. I need you to focus for me. All right, all right, all right. Okay. A, fire or lightning? B, water and freezing? Or C, wind and hail? Hmm. You've owned a home for ten years, so this is in your expert opinion. This is just the general. It's not like a uh, based on any. Oh no, there, I've got percentages here too. Oh, this is actual. Look well, at you go. What is the most claimed homeowner oh. insurance claim? A, fire and lightning. B, water and freezing. Or C, wind and hail. Hmm. Think about it. Fire. Water. Wind. I think I'm going to go with the wind. Are you sure? No. Yes, it's wind and hail. Yes, wind and hail. Wind and hail accounts for 34% of insurance claims. Cause Water and th- freezing, 24%, and fire and lightning, 32%. Because you think about it, uh, the wind, you kind of get that everywhere. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's all over. Wind's a bitch, man. Yeah. It doesn't say, I, I tried to look it up if tornadoes roll into that, which I, eh. I don't think you can take out tornado insurance. Hmm. I've never seen it, and we live in Tornado Alley. It's never been presented to me. Volcano insurance. Volcano (laughs) insurance. (laughs) Just Keith and a little tie walking door-to-door selling volcano insurance. We make all the money in the world. We don't hardly have a payout. I kind of wonder, like, do they have, like, alien attack insurance? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no very confidently. insurance? Like do they have like those those Mm-mm. outrageous no things saying, but no because uh, there's a stipulation called an act of God and I know you've heard of this because it's probably anytime you file for insurance there's an act of God uh, which they yeah. don't cover yeah. which I'm certain they would roll in meteor volcano alien hmm. I felt really silly saying that but <laughs> alien insurance. <laughs> Packs of roaming dog insurance. I just know, like a, uh, I had big cat insurance. I bought Jack. So you're big covered. Cat- big cat <laughs> insurance. Yeah, you're covered for <laughs> tigers and cougars and lions and <laughs> ligers. Apparently, insurance is stupid in and of itself because yeah, no, most, I mean, because they're they're basing it on the fact that you're never going to have to use it. Yeah. So the whole thing, the whole premise is is, is silly. I'm going to say there's not a listener out there that hasn't been screwed over on insurance at uh, one point or another. Yeah. Uh, but I think most people will uh, agree with us when, man, especially when you're working on your house and you're trying to do things, how how terrible it is, especially whenever you're like, hey, I'm going to fix this today. And like I make that that statement like to myself, like I'm gonna I'm going to go, I'm going to do it, I'm going to make it, I'm going to fix it, it's going to be great. No, you're not. And then <laughs> there's gonna be so many other things project. that just roll into. This. So many other things just fall apart constantly. And a lot of that is because, hey, a lot of times you're a weekend warrior, a dad, a mom, just trying to fix something. Hey, Linky faucet, you know, something like that. And then you roll into all this other stuff that you had no idea. Like, oh, crap, I didn't yeah. even realize that was something that went along with that. Good luck, human. Yeah, and you have to figure it out, and you're like, oh, shit. I don't think we're any different than anybody else. Nah. Oh, hell no. Everybody's been through this. Oh, shit. Yeah. Everybody. If there's anybody out there that has ever just looked at a problem and gone, I fix that now. Boom. I fix that now. Boom. I fix that now. Boom. I don't want to talk to you. I said to me, my name thing, <laughs> I fix that now. I'm going to point at shit in the house and go, I fix that now. The Mel's will be like, no, stop that. No, I fix that now. We've had a couple of good friends of ours that, that they are very competent <laughs> and they're like very capable of doing some of these great things like uh, like Randall. It like was can, very Soviet. I fixed that now. <laughs> it was. But like Randall can, can come in and he can just figure this stuff out really fast. And most of it's because what you said earlier, it's just the fact that he's ran into so many situations. you have to have dealt with the problem yeah. to understand how to fix the problem. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, all those guys are just regular people just trying to fix whatever the problem is. Yeah. It's kind of funny. And I wish, I really do wish, I could sit back and watch more people try to fix these issues. Just if, so I can sit back and go, hee 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 You might be I a thought, genius. I, thought, so I just I thought, realized I it. You might be a genius. <laughs> if there was a reality show where you just put like a. Oh, shit. A person in to f- and you just throw a random problem at them. Just. It's like Saw, but you just toss Jerry into a room with a crescent wrench and pipes are spewing water all over the place. And it's like, Jerry, you have three minutes to fix the pipes. The toilet won't stop running. Fix it. If you do, you win (laughs) $100,000. The door doesn't shut. Right. Fix it. Two minutes. And you just give them obscure tools, not the tools they need to fix it. Oh, yeah. But you give them a certain amount of tools where oh, somebody yeah. lays it out ahead of time and says they can <laughs> fix it with these tools. You get, they have to figure out how to fix it with these tools. You get a cake spade. <laughs> you get a flathead, a screw flathead screwdriver, screwdriver and some electrical tape. <laughs> fix it. MacGyver Make it, it, now. it so, number one. <laughs> I would watch that all day long. The thing is, we, just, we should just call it MacGyver. MacGyver it. Can you McGever? What if the long? Okay, so you have three minutes to fix the problem, right? Uh huh. Every thirty seconds, they release another three-year-old into the room. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody standing behind you to tell you how horrible you are at doing the job. You can't do this. Barking, chirping. You should. You should give it up. You should need to call somebody. uh, It's like the last twenty seconds are taken down, and you have six children running around the room, and (laughs) and then the heater starts going on, and it starts getting hotter and hotter in the room. Oh, they're increasing the temperature? Oh. Dude, man, that just came up with a reality show, like, yes! No, it's a yeah. game show. Game a reality show, show. Yeah, that's a game, game show. show. Hells yeah! <laughs> I would love to watch these other people deal with it. Hi, I'm Paul Coulson from North Dakota. <laughs> and today we're going to be fixing this electrical issue in a wall. I have three minutes to move one plug from one side of the door to the other. Here we go. <laughs> you know, and then and it's just watched. the time takes down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's um, great. I think we need. <laughs> oh, we messed up. We shouldn't have said that. Uh, oh God. Goddamn, oh. brother. I, this was hey, this was a fun little. This was an awkward night, but I don't think it's out of the realm of anything. Anybody who's dealt with problems in a home can't relate to. Oh, yeah. Anyway, man, it's getting kind of late. All right. I think it's time for us to bow out. This was a pretty good one. Yes, sir. So, for everybody out there in listener land, again, thanks for listening to The Random Men. We appreciate y'all giving us your ear. Y'all be sure and subscribe. That way you're notified when we have new episodes dropping. Hit us up in the reviews. Help us jump up a little bit. All your love is appreciated. Until next time, I'm Kenny. I'm Keith. And in the parting words of Bob the Builder, can we fix it? Yes, Yes, we can.